Welcome to episode 31 of the Transforma tu Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about Alistair's recent accident. Don't worry, he's fine, just a little bit bruised. The importance of word of mouth marketing, why mouth to mouth is different to word of mouth, why Alistair pronounces LinkedIn incorrectly, and why you need to know the word brand and not get confused with the word mark. This podcast helps you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about something that is very interesting. It's actually a topic that we covered a few weeks ago, actually, when we were talking about the difference between fall over, fall out, fall through, and fall down, right? And there can be a lot of confusion between those two. And so today, we actually thought that we would bring you a real-life example because over the past weekend, Alistair had an unfortunate little accident. And so what we thought we would do was we would tell you about that particular event. So as usual, Alistair is here with me. Hi, Alistair. Hi, Daniel. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Well, I'd like to say I'm fine, but not 100%, as we'll discover <laughs> when I tell my little anecdote in a minute. <laughs> Absolutely. But not bad. I'm doing, I'm doing very well. Yeah, good, good, good. Yes. So yeah, as I said just now, we did cover a few of those words and expressions, right, in terms of how you need to use them and in which different different types of contexts. And we thought we would elaborate that a little bit more with your story about what happened to you this weekend, right? Yes. Well, on Sunday, I did a, a wonderful excursion in Segovia in a, an amazing place that I recommend to anyone to visit called Las Othes del Rio Duraton, which in English, I suppose, Othes, you'd say it's a canyon or a gorge. It's like a mini Grand Canyon, obviously not on the same scale, but it's impressive. So I've been there several times before at the top of the gorge or canyon, looking down on this river. Mm -hmm. And I often saw people in kayaks or canoes, I'm not quite sure the difference, in the river. And I thought, oh, that would be an interesting thing to do. So finally, this last Sunday, me and my wife, we, we did it. So we, we did it in a group with a guide, three hours in the river in a kayak. And it's an amazing, they're an amazing colony of vultures, buitres. Mm. The guide told us it's the biggest colony of a particular type of vulture that I can't remember right. the name of in Europe. So okay. there, are, there are thousands of them and they're all nesting in their nest nido on the rock face and you get a very close view of them. So it's a spectacular place it was a beautiful day perfect sunny day warm and a fantastic mm. experience that i would recommend to to anyone to do however I, at the end have you have you been to this place i have been there yes That's i have been I've, I've only been yeah it is really impressive I, the first mm. time i went there i was mm. really yeah just it's surprising you, know, you don't expect it to be there <laughs> that, like, wow. that's right that's right it's really really and i can remember the the mm. vultures as well i yeah. can also remember going to the end there's mm. another thing that where you go to the end and you shout and there's kind of a massive echo that comes mm. back yes, it's quite yes. really impressive as well yeah um, so a fabulous but, place yeah yeah yeah, 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 it's about an hour driving from from where I live in Madrid. Mm. So anyway, at the end, so perfect day, everything fantastic. And then unfortunately, at the end, 
we had to bring the kayaks out of the river, out, out of the water, and we had to, to what would you say, stack them or pile mm. them up together on this little sort of beach. Unfortunately, the place where we had to do it was a, it's quite difficult to explain but basically you've got the the rock face of the side of the mountain mm-hmm. and there was like two meters up there was a little ledge i don't know mm-hmm. how you say ledge in spanish but a little flat part like a like a shelf like a shelf but yes. obviously not a bookshelf just a piece mm-hmm. of rock and there we had to get the kayak up onto this ledge or shelf so, so two people were at the bottom pushing the kayak up and i volunteered this was my mistake perhaps to go up and stand on the ledge on the rock and mm. pull the kayak onto the ledge. Unfortunately, I, I, I slipped. So mm-hmm. my slip is to resbalarse. So my resbalé, mm-hmm. I slipped mm-hmm. on the rock. Very slippy, resbalitha, very slippy rock. And yeah. of course, my shoes, my trainers were wet from being yeah. in the kayak for three hours. So I slipped on the rock and I fell down, fell down the rock. So like falling down the stairs. Yeah. Something similar to your poor parents that we related in the previous <laughs> yes. episode. Although we decided that they didn't actually fall down the stairs. No. They fell over. So I definitely, I slipped and I fell down because I was falling, rolling down the side of the rock face in yeah. contact with the rock, like falling down the stairs until I my, my fall was broken by a stack of other kayaks at the bottom. So right, I went right, right. with my face straight into a kayak. Perhaps luckily it was a kayak made of plastic instead of a rock that could have yeah. broken my, I have a very bad cut on my nose, but it's not broken. So anyway, covered in cuts and bruises, a bruise yeah. is a moroton, quite a lot of blood. And I thought I'd broken my wrist. I think muñeca, no, in Spanish. But anyway, I went to hospital when I got back to where I live and they did an x-ray or a scan, whatever you call it. And they informed me the good news is nothing broken, no fracture. So in the end, it could have been a lot worse. I could have banged my head very badly on a rock. Yeah, absolutely. I could have broke, so no bones broken, just Mm -hmm. superficial wounds, heridas. Yeah. And I'm taking some medication, painkillers and other things and feeling a lot better and I'm working. One good thing about internet is having these injuries doesn't stop me working. If I had to drive, (laughs) I couldn't drive my car because I can't really use my left hand very much. So I wouldn't be able to drive. So if I had to drive to work every day, I couldn't do it. But luckily, working remotely as I do is not a problem. So so feeling a lot, not 100%, obviously, still some pain, but feeling a lot better. So yeah there we are i fell down the side of i don't know side of a mountain you can yeah down fell down a rock face yeah it's kind of interesting because we always said that that would probably be the one that you would use least right yeah exactly (laughs) i was saying i can't think of many things you could fall down like the stairs that's right maybe if you're the top Um, of a mountain you could fall down a mountain i said little did i realize (laughs) what was gonna i was tempting fate that's a good expression. That's right. Absolutely. destino, I think, in Spanish. Yeah, that's right. So that's literally right. a couple of weeks after saying that in the whatever episode it was, I did fall down a, a mini, not a mountain exactly, but a, min, a mini, <laughs> yeah. a mini mountain. Yeah. So you can so fall down a rock. Or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so let's hope you don't fall down anything else very yeah, soon. Nothing, okay? yeah, I hope not. Uh, I hope not. But, but of course, anyway. I have a very important question to ask you, which is, did you enjoy your trip? Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> very funny, Daniel. 
and we did mention that. So uh, which trip Which trip do you mean? The, the first <laughs> bit or the second bit? Well, I guess you can answer both of them, right? Okay. I guess that, like, I assume that you enjoyed the trip in the, in the canoe, right? In the canoe, yeah. The, the, the trip Sorry, in, kayak, yes. Well, yeah. sure well, in fact, well, the guy did explain to us that they're different, but we, yeah. don't, we don't want to go into that. It's very technical. No, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a kayak. Kayak, yeah. So, yes, we, I, I enjoyed the biaje in kayak right so the trip in the kayak along the river for three hours was fantastic and i would recommend it to anybody however the trip at the end when i fell down um, the rock i wouldn't recommend to anyone no so basically yes do that but just avoid the last bit that is not recommendable i I will take that into consideration yeah because trip is (laughs) tropezar so you could say i well i didn't exactly trip i slipped but i could have tripped over a rock and fallen down the yeah yeah yeah, oh. technically you didn't trip. You technically slipped, I didn't so, trip, yeah. but you can still yeah. make the the play with words. It's very <laughs> common when people do fall over or even fall down. People often say, "Did you enjoy your? How was your trip? Did you enjoy your trip?" Because of the play with words of yes. trip is viaje and tropezar no caerse. Yeah. So yes, I I enjoyed the first part of the trip, but not not the second, <laughs> <laughs> which is fair enough. Which, which is, is enough. understandable. Yeah. So, and I have another important question for you, which is how did you hear about this area? Because maybe you knew about it before, but maybe you didn't know how to actually get down to that river and actually start kayaking on it, right? Exactly. I knew the place, but I, I'd seen people kayaking, but I didn't have an idea how to actually do it, know or find the people who do it. So mm. I was talking about it with one of my clients and he's done it several times before and he recommended this person has a company. There are several companies that organize the kayaking, mm. but he recommended this particular guy. He sent me his his contact details by WhatsApp. Mm. I, yeah. what's, I WhatsApped him. There's a new verb to WhatsApp yeah. somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just said, hi, this guy's given me your name and number, and I'm interested in doing the kayaking. And that's how mm. we organized it, basically. Right. So, right. Through yeah. a personal recommendation from one of my clients. Yeah. And so because we want to talk a little bit about marketing today, we can we can kind of define that as a certain type of marketing, right? Yeah, and the, best, in Eng- the best kind of marketing. Yes, the best type say. of yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because it's it's, it's free. Kind of, yeah, it's free and it's kind of based <laughs> yeah, on effective. trust, which is which yeah. is very, very important as well. But the actual terminology that we use in English r- relating to that type of recommendation would be sort of word of mouth marketing, right? Exactly. It's kind of essentially yeah. somebody telling somebody else directly that they've had a good experience and that they want to kind of essentially say well yeah i think it'd be a good thing for you to do as well if you have the time or if you're interested right yeah exactly this was a word of mouth so yeah i didn't read about this guy on internet or he'd Mm. see an advert that he'd put somewhere yeah it was simply that yes one of my clients recommended because i mentioned that i wanted to do it and he said oh i know this guy is really good i'll I'll send you his his name and numbers okay so obviously i trust my student i've known him for a long time yeah, and therefore I trust his recommendation. Exactly. Um, exactly. So that's how so, it works. Yeah. Word of mouth. Yes, and and that term in it's in itself, word of mouth marketing, is kind of important to discuss a little bit because there can be some sort of confusion sometimes, especially coming from the Spanish. Because in Spanish, obviously, you you term that type of marketing slightly differently, don't you, Anister? Yeah, is it boca boca boca? I think is yeah. the expression. That's so right. that would lit- so literally mouth to mouth. That's right. Whereas in English That's is right. palabra word palabra de boca literally yes. word of mouth. But mouth to mouth does have a meaning, but it's very very different. So what it does, is. Yeah. What would you understand by mouth to mouth? 
Yeah, well, this this has happened several times in in sessions with mm. my clients, and they suddenly mm. say this mouth to mouth, and I and I kind of like immediately kind of brings a smile to my face because like the idea is completely different, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you know, it's like it's very it's very you know, mouth to mouth is like something a context and a very specific situation that you would use that in, and the and the situation is is where you're kind of almost saving somebody, right? Saving Imagine somebody's life. That's right. Yes. And we often connect it to resuscitation. So we say mouth to mouth resuscitation in mm-hmm. English. So imagine somebody is drowning in a, in a, in a lake or pool. a swimming pool or whatever it might be. You pull them out and you feel, you see that they're not quite right. And so you feel that you have to give them mouth to mouth resuscitation. Okay. Yeah. And so that is really the only context where we really talk about mouth to mouth, right? It's just mouth yes, to mouth resuscitation putting your mouth to the other person's mouth and you're breathing right. you're blowing air into their lungs mm-hmm. to right. uh, to try to get them to breathe no to resuscitate them as we say so yes yeah. mouth to mouth resuscitation so it sounds funny if a student says you know I heard about this kayak place because of mouth to mouth. Exactly. Now, maybe exactly. If, I, yes. if I'd had a more serious, if I'd hit my head and been unconscious, which thankfully didn't happen, maybe somebody, or, or no, the kayaking, if I'd fallen in the water or somebody mm. and, mm. you know, been half drowned and somebody may have happened to give me or somebody mouth to mouth resuscitation. So it'd be that kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's one of those key situations where you might just fall into that trap of saying mouth to mouth when you're mm. actually tra- trying to say it. It's not to do with resuscitation. You're not talking about that. You're talking about a certain type of marketing that in Spain in particular, and certainly through my experiences, is, is very powerful. And we can talk mm. about that in a minute. But yeah, the real way to say it is word of mouth marketing. And and that that as i said is is when i when i came to spain in the first place i just noticed how powerful that is because people are always looking for recommendations they're always saying oh like who who where can i go to do this or what can i who can I, who can help me with that mm-hmm. and often the really most powerful messages are from your friends that said well i had a good experience here or i had a good experience there right and so again mm-hmm. there it's like word of mouth marketing it really is so. Yeah, if you need, well, in in my case, where I have so many clients, students, that over the years I had lots of recommendations from them because you mm. know having regular contact with them and yeah, most of them I know quite well over a long period of time and you trust them to get, and also of course neighbors, friends, family. Yeah. So if you need a plumber or a painter, painter and decorator, or yeah, somebody to renovate your kitchen or whatever it may be, electrician. These yeah. kind of things, you need to trust those people to do a good job, and not all of them do, unfortunately. Yeah, you don't so want any cowboys. You don't want any Yeah, cowboys. good expression, cowboys, yes. <laughs> so in England, I think not in the United States as far as I know, but in Britain for some reason, I don't know why, we refer to people who don't, you know, so-called professionals, but they're not very professional and they don't do a particularly good job. Yeah, We call them cowboys. So you don't want cowboys. I suppose in Spanish, I don't know how you'd refer to the people in Spanish, but what the bad job that they do is a chapuza, I think is the word. So people who do chapuzas, not very good quality work. In English, you'd refer to those people as cowboys. So to avoid cowboys, if anyone knows, I doubt it, but if any listener knows why we call them cowboys, let us know, because I don't. Do you have any (laughs) idea where that comes from? No, I don't know. I don't know. No, There must be a story behind that. There must be something. Maybe we can research it and let people know in the future. Anyway, so you tend to ask your family or your friends, can you recommend me a good 
plumber or somebody to renovate my kitchen. Obviously, if you know someone who's had their kitchen recently renovated or their house recently painted, that's the first person you would ask. No, say, uh, how are those people? Was it good? Did they do a good job? And you'd ask them to recommend. Are they trustworthy? Are they Mm. trustworthy? Meaning, uh, are you able to trust them? So, yeah, mouth. So this is word of mouth, no, when somebody personally recommends and it could be a film or something, you know, so you say, did you see this latest film in the cinema? And say, oh yeah, it's really good. I recommend Absolutely. It's also Absolutely. another example. Yeah. 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 Many, many different contexts where word of mouth can be applied. Yeah. And the extra element in that type of marketing is that trustworthiness, right? You kind of, you know, that person, you trust their opinion. And so it kind of gives you an extra kind of guarantee. There's no real foolproof guarantee, but it it does, it does have an impact on you, right? That's a good word, trustworthiness. So we've gone from to trust as the verb, to trust someone. Mm. And then the adjective, trustworthy, are they a trustworthy person? Can you trust Mm -hmm. them? And then the noun, trustworthiness which is the concept no so trustworthiness is very important in this kind of thing so therefore if you trust it's like trusting someone's opinion about films if you have a friend who has a similar taste um in films to you if they recommend a film you think oh i'm probably going to like it because this person usually likes similar films to me no Mm -hmm. so their their advice their recommendation is trustworthy no yeah yeah, yeah. It's a very it's a very good point. Mm. And actually that's how podcasts work as well, in fact. Mm. I mean, podcasts work in obviously in many different ways, but one of the ways that podcasts really grow and get to mm. new listeners is through word of mouth marketing. It really is. Yeah. So so if you guys are enjoying the show, then of course we would really appreciate if you can help us out in terms of word of mouth marketing and tell your friends and maybe your colleagues as well about this podcast, because that is certainly one of the key ways that that our show in particular will grow. And of course, they, if, if, if you get that message from somebody that you trust, then you're more likely to test it out. You're more yeah. likely to see exactly. whether you really like it, whether it helps you, right? So, indeed, uh, indeed. So yeah. so yeah, I mean, as far as I know, Daniel, you don't do any advertising, marketing. So really your marketing or advertising is is this, no? That you hope it is listeners, readers of, of your, your posts in... Now, I have to say this word carefully. I was going to say <laughs> LinkedIn. But yes. I said that when we were preparing this. I said LinkedIn. You said that's how you say it in Spanish. In English, it's not <laughs> yeah, like that. That's so right. I've been living here too. It's another example that we've often given that when you've lived in Spain a long time, that's your right, English yeah. starts being affected by Spanish. It, and it I does. said LinkedIn because that's you what did. I always hear. You did. Uh, you did. You, said you corrected that, yeah. me, didn't you? And said, no, it's not LinkedIn. It's how do you pronounce linked it? LinkedIn. Yeah, with linked. A, there's a strong T there. There's yeah, a strong T there. In. LinkedIn. Yes. Yeah. But because yeah. I've only seen this thing here in Spain because it didn't exist when I came here 25 years ago. Sure. Not even internet, really, let alone yeah. linked in. So I've only ever heard this mentioned by <laughs> Spanish speakers saying LinkedIn. That's right. So to me, That's it's right. just LinkedIn. That's what I think. <laughs> so That's right. So obviously and you I... have your posts in LinkedIn. Yes. And many people read them and they recommend them or they share them. Yeah. So I suppose sharing things in social media is the sort of the modern is the digital yes. 
word of version, mouth. Yeah, it's the modern version, equivalent. Yes, that's right. That's right. Mm. Yeah, just going back to your point about LinkedIn and the pronunciation of LinkedIn, mm. I think that it's very important to say that, of course, when you're speaking with other Spanish speakers, you know, just keep to the Spanish yeah, version. Well, they won't obviously, there's no, what you say. Yeah, but, but <laughs> so obviously you just want to be understood in whichever context. So if mm. you are with Spanish speakers, then obviously use the Spanish version. But if you are with native speakers, there can be really an issue if you mention LinkedIn with them, they, they re- really might might not understand you so if you say what what's yeah they might they don't they don't know what that is kind of like a new social media for them Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they they haven't heard of or something like that you know so so yeah interesting how that yeah that. that happens there's a spanish way of pronouncing an english word yeah that, as you say between all spanish speakers that's how you say it so you really have yes. to maintain that way of saying it and even us we know how it's pronounced correctly but if we're speaking with spanish speakers we would so I would say link LinkedIn. Yeah, of course because, you would. Because if not, they're not going to understand you or That's probably right. not. And vice versa, e- when you then yeah. speak to a native speaker, you have to pronounce it correctly in English because they may not understand you. So it's That's quite right. interesting. Yeah. There's Another a few good examples. Ex- yeah, there are a few examples of that. The one that comes to my mind at the moment just right now is is Wi-Fi or Wi-Fi, right? Oh, so Wi-Fi and like, Wi-Fi, yes. Yeah. Okay. So if you're here in Spain, obviously you're going to say Wi-Fi. But then if you go to England and you're going to speak, I don't know, you say to the receptionist at the hotel, I don't have a, I don't have Wi-Fi. You know, they mm. might not understand you at Wi-Fi? all. So you have to, mm. yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. And another one, I, I don't want to advertise a, a competitor, shall we say? Right. Yeah. But obviously, there is a very well known other, shall we say, English academy yeah. by a Mr. Vaughan, yeah. who's an American, and he has Vaughan Systems. And mm-hmm. he has radio show and TV show and all sorts. And students often mention this this thing in Spain. And they say, Do you recommend or what do you think of Baugen, Baugen Radio? Yeah or Baugen yes. method of doing things. Should I do it? Or what do you think of it? Or whatever. And they say Baugen. Now, yeah. his name is V, his surname, apellido uh, is V-A-U-G-H-A-N. Yeah. Now, a Spanish speaker looking at that, pronouncing it phonetically, says Baugen, or Baugen, even. Yeah. And Mr. V- and, but the English pronunciation is completely different. And you would never, right. a Spanish speaker would never imagine in a million years that this word could be pronounced Vaughan. Vaughan, yeah. Now, so if I'm talking to students about this, if I say Vaughan or Vaughan Systems, or they have no idea, they say, what, what's that? They have no idea what I'm talking about. So I (laughs) have to say, so so, so when I'm speaking English, I have to say to them, (laughs) Baugen. And they say, oh, Baugen, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And there's a very good example of a totally That's a very good example. Yeah, that's true. So there we've just done, you know, free advertising for Mr. Baugen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's worth it because that that is a good point. It is a good point. It is a really good example. Yeah, and and he, I mean, this person, he deliberately calls himself Baugen because he knows mm. that no Spanish, because if, if, he, if he advertised himself and his services as Vaughan, nobody would link his written, his name in writing to, to the sound. Sure. So it's very bad sure. marketing. To, so he deliberately, since the beginning, has always referred to his business yeah. as Baugen deliberately because yeah. he knows that's how a spanish speaker would pronounce of course of course absolutely yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. he knows that he's mr vaughan but he for spanish speakers he's mr baugen <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Fantastic. I love it. I love it. So, yes. So we were talking about, obviously, marketing. We're talking about word of mouth marketing. But of course, there's also market research. And recently, in fact, I did some market research to kind of you understand. Uh, yeah, understand a little bit more about exactly what uh, what my what our listeners want, what they're looking for. And it was kind of very interesting to, to get those results. But that, that was... Uh, a kind a of big response as well. Yeah, Lots good people. Really big part. response. So yeah, thank very you very useful. much to all of you because yeah. that that you know we got a massive massive reply to 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 that particular questionnaire and in particular in some of the comments that we got back not just in terms of the poll but also you know why you like sort of our Cho- material chose Cho- you right? rather than someone yeah. else I think was the yeah. question. Yeah, exactly. There was a lot of also related issues related to word of mouth marketing mm-hmm. there, where oh, wow. somebody had recommended, right, that mm-hmm. either maybe the post or the podcast or whatever. So once again, very much connected to that whole idea of word of mouth marketing. Yes, yeah, so that's useful the- market research that you've done. They're trying to find out the opinions of your readers, listeners, whatever they may be, Yeah, which will help you develop your product inverted commas your the podcast etc your yeah. services to your clients no that's right that's right yeah. absolutely that's kind of really useful information yeah. so that we get our you know the the type really help you in the key areas that that, yeah. that the audience needs help yeah. with right so exactly. it's like very very useful very very useful so there was one other word that i wanted just to finish off with and the word is actually branding okay now, this is kind of an interesting one, partly because there can be a lot of confusion around this type of word as well, right, Alistair? And in particular, um, not maybe not just branding in itself, because obviously a branding concept. is a gen, yeah, as a concept, but more particular, the word brand, right? Uh, and the confusion that that often creates in terms of when people are trying to translate marca. Exactly. So we often hear both of us, I think, from our client saying maybe we're talking about a car perhaps and they might say what what mark of car do you drive that's right and because obviously they think mark marca mark so it's like a false friend now in english of course we we don't say marca is brand not mark yeah so need to be careful with that that things like apple and microsoft and coca-cola etc are are brands not marks so the question is what what is the meaning? There is a word in English, mark, but it doesn't mean brand. So the That's question right. is, what does mark mean in English? So, Daniel, yes. well, we, we talked about this before recording and we came up with three maybe different meanings, possibly, of the word mark. Yes. None of them is yes. brand. <laughs> None of them is brand. Yes. So, and that's, yeah. So, I mean, num- I guess the first step here is like that people get in their in their brain the idea that if you're thinking about marca, you should think of brand because that is often going that that comes up quite often, right, in conversations. The idea of a brand, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just trying to put that idea of mark to the side and say, okay, what kind of brand of car do you drive? You know, or what what is that brand? Yeah. yeah? <clears throat> and so that's you have to that has to come quite naturally yeah. or as naturally as possible. With- yeah. With cars, actually, you could say make. Yeah, I know. Say, yeah, often say the make of car. Of that, yeah. But in that case, it means you know BMW, Audi, the brand. So you can say brand yes. or make. Yeah. But usually, with most products, you would refer to to a brand, you know, a yes. brand name. Yeah. 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 Like Nike make. and Coca Cola, etc. But yeah. a make, I suppose, because yeah. you manufacture a car, you make it. Ah, it's a good point. It's a good yeah. point. Yeah. I never really thought yes. about that till just now. <laughs> As you make a car physically, it's a manufactured product. <laughs> yeah. You could say the make of car. So, you know, yes. what, what make of car do you drive? 
but yeah. brand is the same really in this case is that, yes and i'm not yeah. sure about the united states whether you can say a make of car in yeah, the united states i'm not too sure that, about that is either. yeah so i think Definitely that, in Britain, if you kind we of do often use make we but do brand we is do maybe yes. safer to use more universal brand more is universal. probably more universal exactly yeah. so going back to this mistake and the idea of of mm. saying mark yeah we have several de- different definitions of mark right and so let's go through those first of all you might have potentially mark on your clothes, right? Like a mancha, right? I think you've got a mark on there or like a stain, right? Yeah, another um, word is so stain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so if that, I spill that... some, I don't know, tomato ketchup on my lovely new clean white shirt, mm. it will leave a red stain or a red mark. So that's you can right. use both words in that case. Yeah, yeah. On the shirt so that you can see. So I think you've got a bit of a red mark there on your shirt or a stain. That's right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah. That That is where we would definitely use mark. And a second situation would be where you mark an exam, right? Yes, in Spanish, corregir, not to correct the exam. Yeah. And we thought about this, didn't we? We said, well, in English, actually, you, you could say correct an exam and mark an exam because they're not exactly the same thing, are they? No, no. There is a difference. Quite. Yeah. So what would you understand? Well, marking, for example, so giving a mark to an exam, yes. mark in the exam, what would that be? Well, you're just literally kind of adding up the points, right? Saying, yeah. okay, well, this is done this well, one point here, two points there, and then you oh. give a final mark, mark. at the yeah. end, right? Which again oh. is confusing because in Spanish you would say nota, but you have to say in English a mark. What mark did you get? Not yeah. what note did you get? Yeah, like, did okay, you that get is really... yeah, what marks did you get in your exams? Did you get good yeah. marks, bad marks? So it's la nota yeah. and not yeah. note. As you said. That's right. I think could in American be... English they would say grade. What? Yes, they so, would. Yes, the so grade. You could say yes. ABC is a grade, but yeah. a number like nine out of ten or eighty percent, at least in UK, we would say a mark. No, mm, I got eighty-five right. percent in my exam. Very good mark. No? Yeah. So the marking yeah. is giving the total number of points, if you like, to the exam, for example, yeah. or the test. Yeah. No? Yeah. And yeah. correcting it is slightly different. No, what would you understand by correcting it? Yeah, correcting is is slightly different in the fact that it's more important the feedback that you get, right? Yeah, because feedback, exactly. yeah, so the the person, the teacher, the whoever it may be, will go through. They might do it at the same time. They may correct and give the mark at the same time, which is mm-hmm. often the case, right? So they they would see that you made a few mistakes. They would correct it, and so that you can actually, when you receive the the exam back, you can actually look and see what what you've yeah. what you type learn, of mistakes you've you made. You learn right? from your mistakes. That's, the that's idea. right. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. So, so but, but maybe that's... doing like a Cambridge First Certificate, it's an external mm. examiner, somebody mm. you're never going to meet who doesn't know you. That's true. Um, it's anonymous. So obviously they don't correct the exam because they're not going to give it back to you and you're not going to see the corrections and learn. They mm. simply mark the exam, right or wrong, mm. yeah. and they give you a final mark and you pass the exam or you don't. So mm-hmm. you get your first certificate or you don't, and they give you the mark, yeah. no? the points. Yeah. So they're marking it, but they're not correcting it. So it's two different things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there was one final one, wasn't there, where we said that potentially you could also say X marks the spot, right? So like X marks the spot. X marks the spot is kind of like a treasure hunt or something like that. Yeah, like treasure. (laughs) Somebody's buried some treasure somewhere, like in the you know, pirate movies or Treasure Island, no famous book. And there's a map and there's an X, or some doesn't have to be an X, but often is an X to indicate 
the location where the treasure is buried or hidden, yeah. escondido. Yeah. No, so X marks yeah. the spot, and we've talked about spot, no, in a previous episode. Yes, the different we meanings have. Of yes, spot. that's right. In this case, yeah. means location, obviously. A place, but, yeah. yeah, location, yeah. No? like my yeah. parking spot that we mentioned. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So X marks the spot is the indication on a map where something is located so that's a mark yeah it's kind of interesting i just came to my mind the whole idea of mark it down like mark it down and we'll come back to this because like of course like imagine that you're in a meeting and and you're kind of just talking and like of course you can say write it down Mm -hmm. but uh, it might be worth marking it down and and say so it's like making a note of it making a note yes Yeah, so of course, you know, when you add different types of prepositions, then of course a whole new world comes forward, you know. But but in this particular case, yeah, there's another way of using it. But yeah, uh, there may be some other meanings of mark we haven't occurred to us, but they're the main three, yes. I think, that are most yeah. common. And none so of them is brand. Yeah. So it's a different word and you have to be careful with it. Well, there is also a famous newspaper in Spain, published in Madrid, well, published in all of Spain, called Marca. Mark, no, but of course, when you're talking about football, the reason it's called Marca, is, I presume, is from marcar un gol. Yes. Now, in English, yeah. how would you say that? Because we don't say mark a goal. That's another well, that's mistake. Right. That's right, yeah, that's right. Oh, Real yeah. Madrid, they marked a goal from yes. marcar. Yes. So what word yeah. would we use there, Daniel? We would say score a goal. Score a goal, sc- exactly. Score a goal, yeah. Gosh, so I suppose in yeah. England that, that newspaper would be called Score. It would, well, they'd probably yes. choose a different name because it doesn't sound very good, but that would be the translation, I suppose. That would be the tra- direct translation, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. So there's another Fantastic, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great, okay, so fantastic. Thank you very much, Alistair. What I'll do is just quickly go over what we've discussed today, just to give a summary. Obviously, at the beginning, we were talking about Alistair's little experience in a kayak and uh, the fact that he fell down a cliff, pretty much, right? At least, Clint uh, mentioned that. Oh, we didn't mention a cliff. A yeah, mini was, cliff, you could say, yes, only about two, three cliff. meters high. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's right. A rock face. A rock yeah, face. A rock yeah, a acantilado, yes. but a mini acantilado. Yeah, that's right. Well, the actual um, place. The reason it's so impressive is they are cliffs. So you've got the the two. It's a canyon. So you've got literally the yeah. river contained within two completely vertical cliffs of I don't know how 70 meters high or I don't know what. But yeah. obviously the one. I, well, thank God I didn't fall down that one. Because I wouldn't be sure. here now to tell the story. No, that, that I is, just fell that down is... a, a little bit of rock. So, uh, uh, yeah, a rock yeah. face maybe is a, a better expression. <laughs> yeah, rock face. Yeah, it's kind of interesting also because it's kind of got exactly the same type of rock, isn't it? The rock is very red, isn't it? The, down there, I think it's kind of like quite it's rock sort red. of browny red color. Yes, yes. yeah, very distinctive yes. color as well. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of very interesting. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, all of that uh, related to Alistair's little accident and, and more use of the that particular phrasal verb of falling down. And then we went into the whole idea of marketing, word of mouth marketing in particular, and how powerful it is. How you should try to avoid saying mouth to mouth because mouth to mouth is re- related to resuscitation. So avoid that if you can, unless of course is exactly what needs to be said which hopefully it isn't because then it's kind of an emergency situation Mm -hmm. so yeah word of mouth marketing and of course here in Spain that can be very very powerful most people use kind of word of mouth marketing in terms of getting their recommendations because they often trust the person that they're getting that information from right so it's it's a very very powerful way of getting your message out to other people so again if you guys can create word of mouth marketing for 
for this podcast, we'd be super, super grateful, obviously, and just get that message out to more people so we can help more people. We'd be truly thankful. And then we went on to more about digital marketing, the recent market research that we did, which was also super helpful. And also the pronunciation of LinkedIn, the difference between the two different types of ways you can pronounce LinkedIn and LinkedIn, obviously, and different words also that have that same problem. And then finally, we got on to branding and brands themselves, the difference between brand and marca, okay, and the confusion that can happen there. And then finally, the different definitions of when you actually use the word mark in English, which is also really, really important. So I think that was it. That's that's the summary. Um, thanks again, Alistair, for being here. Really amazing as usual. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you. A pleasure as always. Fantastic. So I guess I'll see you again next week. Yeah. Okay? Cheers. Bye. All right. See you then. Bye-bye.